Jamie. And we are Shade Tree, Tree Chefs. Chefs. See, we're getting much better. Like I said, I let you start and then it just lines up. That was probably the best one so far. Perfect. So this week we got uh, quite a few things to uh, kind of go over. Uh, I was a little busy uh, cooking and, awesome. and I know um, uh, our little bit of talking that we did, you've switched some things up, tried something new yourself. Yes, I did. All right. Want me to tell you? Or, uh, no, I, I, I no. I mean, I, I've got a few. So uh, let's let's start out with uh, let's start with one of mine. So um, yeah. it's right around Halloween, and uh, every year we host a Halloween party. So so leading up, it's like all right, you gotta think of food. It's the week of, and the the missus says, let's just do sloppy joes. And I mean, my first thoughts like, well, I mean. That's a hit and miss thing. Not everyone likes them. Most, you know, a lot of people do. But I'm not just gonna go get some meat and and the the canned, you know, store brand or sandwich right brand stuff. It's like if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna make it. You know, because uh, I gotta do something. Right? We gotta do the podcast. I need I need at least something. Uh, busy weekend. Right. And uh, so I, I go. I find a recipe on all recipes. Uh, I think it was Chef John's. Because uh, I don't have it in front of me, everyone wants to see his his recipe. Uh, but I'm like, I gotta I gotta mix this up a little bit, you know. So uh, if we remember a few weeks ago, I did the over the top chili when we talked about chili. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, yeah, I thought that the chili itself uh, was uh, maybe a little little strong in the smoke flavor, you know. So I, I decided instead of making my sauce and having that underneath the meat and letting it kind of drip down into it, that I, I would still have a you know a pan to catch those drippings, but I would not have the sauce in there. I was just going to cook the meat and bring it in, add the sauce, uh, just to try to avoid this you know over smokiness because not everybody right. enjoys yeah. that. Um, so put it on. I want to say I, I probably had it only on probably 45 minutes. Went to just kind of give a check on it. And um, it was kind of forming a crust. And at, at that point... Did you, was, yeah, go ahead. Did you end up using uh, any kind of wood or did you just go straight charcoal? Uh, apple wood. I did throw a little apple okay. wood on it. So uh, I guess I one... little. You're talking a chunk, two chunks? Um, Man, I did a few things. Um... I probably had a couple of chunks on there. Yeah. Actually, now I think about it, I did. I had two chunks kind of spaced. I thought this was going to be, you know, hour and a half, two-hour cook, given the amount. I, now, we're talking six pounds of meat that I did. Sure. So, uh, a lot of times, if you look at a sloppy joe recipe, they say, and a lot of a lot of times when you, when you do a recipe, they have you do what? They have you saute the onions, right? Because there's onion in it. And then there's uh, bell pepper. And then at a certain point, you add the bell pepper, and you kind of let that cook. Then you add your meat. So I said, well, I think they do this for a reason. And I don't know all the science behind, uh, you know, all these cooking techniques. But I said, well, I, I need to kind of think about this as I do it. So came to the point of, do I saute this stuff and add it to my raw meat mixture? Or do I just chop it all up, add it in, and throw it on? So I ended up with the latter. I took the raw meat, I cut up the onion, the bell pepper, I threw it all into a big bowl, mixed it up. Uh, there might have been a little bit of other seasoning, I, I don't really remember. 
sure. formed actually because it was so big formed like two loaves and threw it on the smoker so at the around like i said i, I yanked it at like the 45 minute mark but i started noticing you know um more of like a, a blackening of, of uh of like the the pepper and and that uh, crust forming of the meat and i said i really don't want this you know in the chili it was okay you know having that little bite but it's like sloppy yeah. joe i kind of want it to be that nice smoother style um consistency yeah so i said all right i'm, I'm gonna yank it off um i finish it off you know in a pan inside and uh mix it all together had it in a crock pot and i thought it was pretty good you know, it was a decent take. Um, it wasn't overly smoky, uh, but but it did bring just a little bit of a different profile to it. Sure. So I kind of took what I learned from doing the overtop chili, um, which maybe is a little more acceptable than like a sloppy Joe. Like I said, I got people coming over. That's like the main thing we kind of had, and I really didn't want to mess it up. You know, for me. Yeah, and, I mean. <laughs> Your main dish, you don't want to, hey, guys, check out this sweet uh, burnt Sloppy Joe mix I made. Yeah, and I, I would have probably, and, and you did get some the smokiness into it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the meat was nowhere near done. But, like I said, I didn't like the crust. Now the vegetables were turning. Maybe I shouldn't have had the vegetables at all. I You know, I contemplating, and I may have already said this, uh, sautéing them first. And then letting them cool down and mixing it in with the raw meat, so that way it just kind of, as the meat cooks, so you know all, all the flavors and stuff from from the onion and um, bell pepper kind of meld into that meat. But I went raw dog it and threw it all on, sure. which was a little tougher. And I I thought because a lot of the the pepper and even the onion chunks, you know, they're trying they're kind of falling off. As, as well as you mixed it, you know. Um, right. But I thought it was a decent take, something something different to try. So you probably wouldn't do it again, per se. If or if, if you if you did, you'd you'd redo, you'd rethink it. Yeah, I think I think what I would do is um, I think I would cook the meat or. Maybe even put it in like a skillet or, you know, instead of having it like over the top and maybe mix it, almost cook it, even with some, uh, uh, you know, some sort of wood for a smoke flavor um, on the grill where I can mix it up so I don't form that crust. And at that point, you could cook it like you would normally would. Um, or I suppose the, the other way I, I would potentially try it is saute um get the onions and the peppers going get those done get the meat you know smoked and then combining them adding the rest and finishing it off but i think actually now more i think about i think i'd do it all on the grill probably almost cook it like indoors direct over direct heat um but cover it uh meaning put my lid down and maybe have maybe have a chunk of wood on it so you still get some smokiness but you don't get any of that chunks, get that nice okay. smooth consistency. But I think I would still, yeah. I, I may still yank it um, before adding all that sauce just to, to, to kind of make sure it doesn't get too much smoke flavor to it. Sure. Because I mean, we're still going to get, uh, you're still going to get like a charcoal taste, right? 
I, I suppose you could try right. it just doing it grilled and you're still going to get that like backyard barbecue flavor to it. Or go a very small piece or a couple very small pieces of of wood or, or maybe a few chips, right? You can buy the, the wood chips and maybe sprinkle a few right. of those on there so that way they're nice and burnt up, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes in. That way it gives it... That way it gives it a, a kiss of that smoke flavor versus a kiss, right? that Cause, punch. Because, uh, you know, especially with that sauce, uh, if, if you did it with the sauce, you'd, you, I don't think you'd want uh, that, that smoke flavor coming off. I would probably follow more of that recipe and not that over a top where it's just sitting there as the juices go. But, yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting. I, mean, I think I turned out all right. Uh, something for on the whim. Learn okay. some things. Don't don't so, mix the raw, raw stuff together and then right. try cooking. Right. So, so one more thing to to feed many people. Right. Um, yeah, it was worth. Uh, so what else? Yeah. So what I, else did you end up making? So I was busy. Um, I had seen a while ago uh, a recipe for a bolognese sauce or bolognese ragu, and it, it was from somebody uh, from Italy. And what really got me is uh, when researching a little bit, a lot of recipes call for uh, different seasonings in there, you know, basil or whatnot, you know, Italian seasonings, uh, garlic. Traditional stuff, yeah. Traditional stuff, and this did not call for any of that. It You had a little salt and pepper, and that was it. Um, I guess the best way of kind of describing it is kind of go over uh, what the recipe was. Um, yeah. It's called for, you know, one uh, one red onion chopped, uh, three celery stalks chopped, three carrots chopped. Um, now, the, here's where I, I, I kind of couldn't follow the recipe. It called for, now this was in metric because, you know, it's from Europe, 500 grams, mm-hmm. which equates to like 17.6 ounces of pork, ground pork, uh, 300 grams or 10 and a half ounces of beef, uh, ground beef and 200 grams or about seven ounces of veal. Well, as I, I, I even looked online and I said, oh, you know, the, the local grocery store chain should have veal. Can't find it again. Uh, I couldn't even find the, the ground pork. You find ground turkey, you find ground chicken, you find ground tofu or fake meat, but you can't find uh, <laughs> ground pork. But luckily, right. if we remember uh, some weeks back where I ran into the same problem. Of course, I went to the same store. They luckily, they had the 50-50 mix. It was two pounds of ground beef mixed with the ground pork. So I said, ne- well, I, Next I, time you go to the store, next time you go to that store, take a mental image of what they have. That way you know. All right, Matt. This, this store has this, and it doesn't have this. You know, this is one of those where I, I thought about, thought about it, and, and I'm off on Mondays, right? I took Saturday off for the party. Monday, um, I'm like, you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to do this. So I get up, and I actually woke up earlier than I normally like to. It's still sleeping in. And I'm like, all right, we're going to go to the store. We're going to do all this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make this, and I'm going to make uh, the lasagna, uh, which we'll get into a little later. I'm do it all in one day. I didn't. I got lazy, and uh, later on we'll get into some of how that's kind of funny. So you're right. I, I went to the the local store that I probably pay a little bit more. I, the planning was not great, so got my pork beef mixture, two pounds. I need a little more, so luckily I actually had in the freezer um, uh, 
and don't ask me what recipe this was. I had like half a pound, maybe just a little bit under of of some uh, uh, some ground beef. So I thawed that out, and I just I used that. Um, called for you know a liter, which turns out to be about four point two cups of uh, Italian tomato passata, as they call it, t- tomato sauce. Uh, four hundred grams. 14.1 ounce of peeled tomatoes, uh, five, pretty much a can, your North standard can, small can of tomato paste, some extra virgin olive oil, uh, glass of, uh, a glass of red wine, a mug, they called for, of cream milk, which uh, when I was looking came out to be whole milk, and salt and pepper, and then um, some water, which you, you ended up adding to it. So what I thought was was interesting is I made that sauce at one time and it had me kind of blend the the carrot and the onion and the celery together and it was like a paste and cook it where this one had chopped and I was a little worried for a while because they were I mean you know I chopped them but you still had nice round you know pieces of of uh, carrot in that I'm like I don't want these huge chunks when when I make this so you you put it all together you, you you get the onion get that where it's kind of translucent add your celery and your carrot and then they had you add um and i don't remember it was like a 160 milliliters of uh of of the red wine you know kind of let that evaporate add the add the meat get that browned add the rest of the uh the red wine let that evaporate add in your tomatoes add water and you just let this thing cook for it was like they said an hour and a half to where where it kind of all reduces, and then they say to add you know that liter or four cups of boiling water to it, bring it back up, reduce it down again. Uh, so they said cook it for four to five hours. So I, I ended up adding uh, yet another. I did less than a liter this time, and I have one of those. I got one of those like teapots that's electric. You set it on the little stand, turn it on, boils it pretty quick. Uh, added added some more to it and let that reduce to where it was uh, a pretty thick consistency. And then uh, you just get a thicker. You don't want, like he said on there. Don't use a spaghetti. So it was like a man. Now here's where I'm going to mess up: is that pepperelli or pepper? I think it was like a pepperelli. It was a thicker noodle. And that's one thing I didn't prepare is the the style it was, but it was it's you know thin. It's not thick, but it's wide. And that way, yeah. when when you pour it over, uh, it kind of coats it, and and that meat mixture can kind of uh, hang on to it. And I thought that turned out. I thought it turned out really good. I mean, it was a little surprising because right, you normal normal sauces, you have and everything you, yeah. you have garlic or basil on it. So how about how long did it take you to prepare all this? I'll say six hours, start to finish. Start to finish. And and with that, you know, it was done a little early because I'm, you know, I'm trying to get going on this quick. So I want to say it was probably 9.30, I start chopping things. 10 a.m., it's on, you know, so about 3 okay. o'clock, uh, 3.30, I think it was. I, you know, looking for that consistency, then I turned it off and I, I let it rest because uh, I wasn't ready to eat dinner. So you're uh, spending a lot of time, or you're dedicating 
most of your day or half of your day to this recipe. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's not like I was standing over the pot the whole time, but you're right. every fifteen minutes, just go give it a little stir so nothing burns on the bottom, and uh, just keep going. Kind of that mental uh, mental it, note mark of you know that hour and a half or when it was starting to get dry to add more water it to it. Turned out. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah. I actually awesome. have. That's what's going to be my dinner tonight. Is I have some leftover uh, that I keep forgetting to grab for lunch. Well, let's see some pictures. Put it up on the website. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did take a few pictures of that. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I was, I was full. I'm like, we're gonna, we're going hardcore today. I'm gonna cook a couple things, and I got meals for you know the next few days, and it didn't happen. But um, before we get in, you know, this, this is not the Matt show, it's the Tree Chef show. So you, uh, you sent me a little teaser picture um, earlier in the week, maybe because I, I, I give you, I razz you a little bit. Uh, but it was something that looked pretty familiar. Gave you, yeah. So, you sent me, so speaking of teasers, like you, you've been teasing me like, oh, uh, chicken and rice, chicken and rice, huh? Yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Chicken and rice. It's another week. What are we having for dinner? Chicken and rice. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's see. Let's do something different with my, my crock pot here. My crock pot can, can taste something different besides chicken. So I'm like, I... I haven't had a good pork shoulder in, you know, since I've gotten here in yeah. this area. And uh, so I quickly looked up a recipe and I found a recipe is uh, pork shoulder, uh, boneless pork shoulder, blah, blah, blah. And the recipe called for, I think, like a six pound pork shoulder, which. So I went to the store, I went to the, the local Food Lion. Oh, I've um, never heard of it. It's a good store? Yeah, Food Lion is. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's pretty decent store. I'd say it's it's fairly comparable to what we have back home, the Kroger Pick and Save. Okay, ish. Um, different layout, but yeah. So, anyways, I go there. I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, uh, looking at meat section, and I'm looking for, you know, pork shoulders or Boston butt or right. you know also known as, and I, I find a little tiny, like it's on a shelf, it's kind of tucked away, and I find like two or three of them, I'm like, awesome, they have it. My backup was gonna be uh, pulled beef, but they didn't have that, so. Uh, so they didn't have any chuck roast, so I went with the pork shoulder. I bought the smallest one that they had, which is uh, like a seven and a quarter pound uh, bone-in pork shoulder, whereas the recipe called for, like, a six-pound boneless pork shoulder. Okay. So, I'm that's, like... I mean, that's close, you Okay. Know? It's it's pretty close. Oh. I'll just add time or... Yeah, how, how so, much how much does that bone weigh, you know? That's what you're thinking, right? Like, okay, it's a little bigger. I don't have a scale. The bone weighs something, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. like me, are, are you starting to worry about... Um, are you starting to worry about, like, do I need to add more seasonings now? So, honestly, the the recipe that I found was bare, basic. It's like basically kosher salt and a can of root beer, twelve ounce can of root beer. Wow! And I'm like, wow, that's about as bare bones basic as it gets. Um, so the pork shoulder was on sale, so I'm like, all right, cool, I'll get this. It's on sale, perfect. Um, I forget how much I paid per pound, but it was on sale. So 
I got the. I already had the salt back at the the hotel room. Picked up a twelve pack of root beer, which was crazy. I didn't realize how much soda is. Yeah, it's like uh, eight nowadays. bucks for a twelve pack, isn't it? Yeah, it was like seven seven ninety nine. It was like on sale. I'm like, what? How's that right, on, on sale? S- on sale. Yeah, it's like you I used don't... to be able to get like a case for like ten bucks. Right, right. I I haven't bought soda in probably a decade, but I'm so, like, all right. Yeah. So a little crazy because you know you mentioned you know we talked very briefly uh, before we recorded. And you said root beer, and it's like, you know what, I know I've seen recipes, but I, I want to say a lot of those called for like a Dr. Pepper. So so really, it was only, it was salt and, and root beer. Yeah, honestly, that was it. I'm like, can't be that bad. I mean, I figure, normally what I do is I, I rub the, the pork butt down with uh, mayonnaise to kind of have your, like, your adhesive. Yeah, for, as a binder. Your, your, as a binder, thank you, as, and then... You rub it down with your favorite seasonings, your whatever else you have in your pantry. But this one, kosher salt and can of Dr. Pepper. I'm like, uh, uh, or, root, uh, beer. root beer. Root beer, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, like, I, I messed okay. you up with that. that. <laughs> you didn't mess me up, yeah. My, my train got derailed. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's see where this goes, you know. Um, and the recipe called for, like I said before, six pounds, and it called for eight to ten hours on low. And I'm like, okay, so my pork shoulder is bone in, and it's a little heavier. It was like seven and a half pounds. I'm like, I'm going to try because, you know, I, I didn't want to, I don't have a food thermometer, and I, you know, I don't, I'm just going to go, I'm, what I did was, four hours on high and four hours on low so at the four hour mark i'm like i just turn it down and we'll see where this goes worst case scenario i'm staying up and you know just like if you're smoking something in the backyard you're you're watching it well and and, you know i think one good thing about like a pulled pork or a pulled beef right you're looking for that that temperature of you know around the 200 mark give or take five ten degrees right we can agree on yeah. that. So at that point, it's just sticking what a couple forks in, see if it if it if it falls apart, right? Yeah, yeah. So I grabbed a fork, I grabbed a single fork, and I picked up the lid, and you know, I cracked it open, and I I peeked my fork in there, and I just started like pulling at the top layer of uh, I had the cap, the fat cap on the top. I started pulling that off and, and moving some of the meat aside, and yeah, it started tearing right away. So I'm like, all right. So is this Perfect. after the, was uh, this, was, how how long was this after? That was the eight hour mark. Oh, eight hour mark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't want to test it at any earlier because anytime you, you know, same with a grill, anytime you're, you're popping that lid off, you're losing heat and you're losing time. So. Right. Yeah. So anyways, uh, eight hour mark, I started doing that, check it, it is done and I'm like, perfect. So I take it off. Um. With what little cookware I have in the um, in the hotel room here, I'm like, how can I do this without making a giant mess? Oh. And uh, so, so I'm pulling off. What did I do? Oh, I, I took my um, a pan, one of my pans that I had. Okay, you know, like a deep, deep inch and a half, two inch, like a pan, fine pan, and I started trans. Oh, yes, thank you. A frying pan. I started transferring the stuff to the frying pan because it had it's like a bowl shaped, you know. So I'm not going to get the juice everywhere. And so I started shredding it piece by piece, chunk by chunk, in there. And okay. so that was the cleanest way I, I found to do that. And 
the bone. I eventually found that bone, and it just yeah, it Pulled fell right out. And so did you out, did you so. save the juices uh, from in the crock pot? So I did. What I did is I took uh, once I had all that meat out and I shredded it. Obviously, I had like a a bath full of the fat and the the juices. So I took a, a fork and I just started like digging out all the chunks of fat and throwing it in, you know, throwing it in the garbage. Right. And left all the juices. And then I pour, I put the, uh, I put the shredded pork piece by piece, chunk by chunk back into the crock pot, you know, and I had it on, I kept it on low to keep the heat going. And um, I added a little bit more root beer and then I finished it off with, it called for 16 ounces of barbecue sauce. Okay. Um, so I found a brown sugar-based barbecue sauce, which I should have taken a picture of it. I don't know what brand it was. Oh, but it was, that was my next question, it, man. I know. I tried looking it up. Um, Something lo- local ish area? No, normally I would have, but this one was from Michigan. So I tried googling i tried googling barbecue sauces from michigan and i couldn't (laughs) i couldn't pinpoint it the great thing about google but also the downfall right it knows everything it knows too much yeah so yeah all said and done i let it sit in the crock pot with the barbecue sauce you know i stirred it up let it sit in there for about i don't know 15 minutes let that get up to temp you know yeah get the, the sauce warm let the sauce break down a little bit so it's not like a thicker you know thicker sauce right but yeah no tried a piece or two and it was it was pretty dang good obviously it doesn't hold a candle to throwing it on your smoker your your grill but in a pinch i thought it was good well you, you know and you and that's uh that you know i could go back to like that weekday thing you know you to dedicate your time uh now we're getting fall winter uh of going out and and doing that barbecue of just Hey, that quick, that quick, you know. Hey, it's on sale. I mean, pork shoulder is phenomenal, uh, and and really that that's a very basic uh, recipe. I mean, you're buying the pork shoulder, a can of root beer. All right, so maybe a twenty ounce bottle, right? You could maybe do that instead of a twelve pack. Some kosher right. salt, kosher salt, which I mean, most people have, right? Yep. So you're you're buying your pork shoulder. A uh, twenty-ounce bottle of root beer and a sixteen-ounce bottle of your favorite barbecue sauce. Exactly. I mean, that's, and that's it. That's that's not bad because I mean, I'll spend, you know, just as much, if not more, on seasonings and injections, uh, let alone fuel and wood uh, to to do pulled pork. Right. Yeah, and I, I was pretty happy with the results, but again, uh, doesn't hold a candle to you know, traditional right. smoked. So how'd you, how'd you eat it? So I think I got probably, I forget between six and eight containers, just, you know, Tupperware over some, over some rice. No, I, <laughs> I went with, <laughs> yeah. Cause I always, I honestly always have rice in, in the hotel room here. Nothing wrong with rice, but I, uh, King's Hawaiian rolls were on sale so i bought some rolls and i already had taco shells for something else i was doing and so i mix it up uh every other day it, one day it would be poured over a couple of rolls and eat it that way next day it would be i make a taco out of it throw some cheese um you know 
things like that oh, in there. Traditional how, taco. So how was it as as a as a taco, like a, a barbecue taco? I think it was pretty good. It was interesting because yeah, you have barbecue. Normally you wouldn't do uh, pulled pork like barbecue in a taco, but and I was and I was gonna, almost going to mention you know when you have. Uh, because you said you, you mix a barbecue sauce in was almost of um, going opposite instead of adding that barbecue sauce of just kind of finishing it off. And then you could uh, put it in your containers or whatnot. And, and as you reheat it, maybe add a little bit of barbecue sauce for like the sandwiches and then like the taco. Uh, Cause you, I mean, really the seasoning was pretty minimal, right? Throwing a little yeah. like taco seasoning. Although a, I think I did have a barbecue taco once and, it was good, but yes, it was it was different. Sure, you know, because you're not you're not thinking of a barbecue uh, piece of meat and a and a tortilla. Um, it's clashing flavors. It's clashing. <laughs> it's, it's like the, this yeah. feels so wrong, <laughs> type thing. Right. You know, I'm like no, I'm sitting sitting right now. Another another good thing too um, would be like a baked potato. Like make a baked potato, warm up some of that. And use it kind of as a topping on that baked potato. A little different. Funny story about it. that. Funny oh. story about that. So I bought a bag of potatoes a couple of weeks back, and I'm like, you know what? It was like one, two in the morning because I work, you know, third shift. This is my day off. I'm like, I'm hungry for a snack. I got cheese. I got a bag of baked potatoes. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a potato in the microwave. Yeah. And uh, the microwave in the hotel room here is like. 1700 watts it's like this ridiculous overpowered beast and uh so i took a potato i put it on my plate you know i stabbed it with a fork you know poke some holes in it right i throw it in there and i i'm like let's see what this potato button does i press potato and i'm like i go back to i don't know watching tv watching netflix or something like that and uh beep 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 i go back to it i open up the microwave and it's a shriveled oh freaking like (laughs) hard crevice yeah, or overcooked thing that yeah like way overcooked thing that looked like a potato but clearly i i tried to stab with the fork and it was just like a hard biscuit i'm like <laughs> okay that's not that, that that's that's a that's a good story though. yeah never that's just like the popcorn button right yeah you, you, you can push it but you don't trust it Right, right. You trust the popcorn button. You, you know, your your bag of microwave popcorn is is burnt or it's undercooked. You know, you, you got to learn each each uh, each microwave uh, has its own personality, so to say. Right. Yeah, maybe maybe they expect me to put in like three big baked potatoes in there or three three big potatoes in there, but not right. one one you one know, potato. You, you know, another thing, and I had seen this, ah, I forgot where it was, and I didn't have any, like, leftover pulled pork or anything, but talking about baked potatoes, and actually, uh, the missus, she won't eat it any other way now. You make baked potatoes, you know, I'll, I'll, however I cook them, uh, normally I'll do oven, I, I don't really ever use the microwave, cut it open, and I'll put butter in it, right, I'll kind of stab it up, put butter in it, shredded cheese or whatnot, and by that point, I'm, that's probably enough for me, maybe some bacon. Uh, but there was a recipe that had actually had barbecue sauce, so she she will not eat a baked potato unless it has like barbecue sauce and like uh, sour cream. I don't I'm not a big fan of sour cream, but yeah, a baked potato she will not eat it any other way now, without barbecue sauce on it. Wow, you're like you're shaping her taste buds as you go along in your journey here. Right, it, and it was just random. I I probably tried it. You know, I I think with having 
to me, it seemed like it'd be too much and maybe I didn't try it, you know, cause it's like, I, I don't need that on it, but yeah, she just swears by it now. It's like, if you make big, make baked potatoes, you're like, where's the barbecue sauce? You know how I like it. Cause I'm, I'm normally nice enough and I make her plate for her and bring it to her. Cause I'm that, I'm that nice of a guy. She'll disagree. She'll completely disagree. And, and if she listens to this episode, she's, you know, I'm going to hear about this little area here in it, but. Some some immediate eye rolls. <laughs> so uh, did you did you end up making anything else? Yeah. So so, so like I said, Monday I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do a big cook. I'm gonna do two things. I got lazy. The other thing, actually, you had linked me the uh, recipe was for a smoked lasagna, which I thought was real yes. interesting. Um, he did it. So uh, just to, just to set it up. Monday, I'm kind of lazy. Said, nah, I'll do it tomorrow. So Tuesday comes and it's raining, and it's not like it's coming down hard. It's coming down steady and small raindrops. So it's like you walk outside and you just get soaked. Um, so I guess that, that's what I get for being lazy. So this was an interesting uh, recipe. Um, it called for uh, a 16 ounce package of Italian sausages, and this is with the casings on. They do say you could get bulk and do it that way, but I said. We'll just get the ones with the casings on. So smoke them at, you know, 225 or whatnot for, for an hour until they reach, uh, I think they said 145. You're just going to do your, you know, you still have to bake it and everything. Uh, your your uh, half of a box of, or, you know, a pound of lasagna noodles. I cooked the whole thing, had some leftovers, which that you, you, uh, I did put in the house on the oven to soften them up for about four or five minutes. You didn't, you didn't want them fully cooked. Uh, it called for three cups of marinara sauce. Honestly, I just bought a store brand that was, you know, the 24 ounces. Uh, a 15-ounce container of ricotta cheese, four cloves of fresh garlic minced. I went a little bit more because when they call for garlic, I always do, I always go a little bit more. Uh, two teaspoons of kosher salt, a teaspoon of black pepper, a quarter cup of fresh Italian parsley chopped, uh, 16 ounces of fresh mozzarella cheese grated. I will admit I cheated. I just bought a bag of shredded mozzarella cheese uh, and a half cup of Parmesan cheese uh, shredded. I cheated again and bought the, a bag of it because I did use it for the, the pasta, the bolognese, and a tablespoon of fresh basil sliced. So uh, smoke the cheese, I come inside as that's kind of going, and I make my ricotta mixture, right? So that was, you mix the, the container of ricotta, your uh, fresh garlic, the kosher salt, the black pepper, and the quarter cup of Italian parsley. Mix it up. And uh, I did taste it, and that was, that was a really good mixture. Like I've made it before where it's like you put the ricotta or whatever type of cheese uh, cottage cheese. I think some people use, maybe I'm way off on that. I haven't made lasagna too, too often, but, um, real good flavor on it. I, I like that, that combination they had. You had a, you got a little hint of salt in it. You got some of that parsley, um, just kind of freshened it up. So, uh, on this recipe, it called for, you know, you lay down your, your noodles. So sausage is done up the the temp to 350 on the smoker or grill. Uh, start layering, put, put a little bit of sauce down, put your noodles and it had you just out of curiosity. Yeah. Out of curiosity. What grill smoker did you end up using? I used my 26, uh, Weber 26. 26. I used, you didn't go with the, the drum. 
I did not go with the drum. No, because that I think that would have been a little overkill. Because it's 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 much tougher for me to add fuel to it, and it's so far down. And not only that, I wanted to get two different temps in it. So, okay. I, and I I think I underdid it just a tad to begin with, because I didn't want to make it where I had a tough time getting that two twenty five two fifty. Um, so I ended up adding more coals when I was done. Uh, as as soon as I got the sausage in out of the rain. Uh, went back out, threw some more coals on, get that fire stoking, get get it to where I get to my, you know, 350 degrees. Um, so it had you just, so it just had you slice it. So I tried kind of thinly, I'd say maybe quarter inch, maybe a little over quarter inch uh, slices of the sausage, layer it down. Uh, you know, you put your ricotta mixture, the, the sausage, the mozzarella, I'm sorry, I mix that up. Ricotta, sausage, sauce, mozzarella, repeat. And then at the very end, you did it for like two, three layers. You put um, the remaining mozzarella, and then you put that Parmesan on on the very top. And then okay. it tells you to, to put it on, bake it for an hour until it's bubbly. I did not notice it start bubbling. To be honest with you, I, I more went off color, uh, and, and it was fine. So threw it back on the grill. I was getting my 350 pretty easily. I, I think I actually timed it, or I shouldn't say timed it right. I, I had the correct amount of fuel in there. Everything was wide open, and, and we're hitting that 350 mark. About an hour took it off. Some of the top noodles were curling a little bit. Nice color. Um, then it had you add the, the fresh basil. I said to like cut it in small strips. Just kind of sprinkle it on, let it rest for you know, 15, 20 minutes, cut it, enjoy um, cut it up, you know, put it on a plate. Uh, you definitely got the smokiness out of it. It was, it, 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 to be honest, it was weird. You know, really? uh, yeah. it, not, not, not bad, but weird because it's like, you're thinking lasagna. You're not thinking of having a smoky flavor to it. Uh, but the balance was, was actually pretty good, but it was still odd to eat. You know, would I say it was bad? no, would I say it was the best lasagna I ever ate? No. Uh, I, it just was, it was different. Now you used apple chunks again? I used apple chunks again. Now I did have, um, from the previous day when I was smoking my meat, I had I had grabbed, you know, I was thinking it was going to take me two hours to cook the ground beef. So I actually had a, a couple nice chunks I had in there. Um, and they didn't get fully used. I was able to you know, quash it and kill it down. So there's still some of that wood, which at this point was more like charcoal itself. And I left it in there and used, you know, allowed that to be part of my charcoal. Um, so yeah, the flavor, you could definitely get the smokiness out of it. Uh, it, it was good, uh, but not my favorite. Dang. I think if I were That's to, too bad. So, so would you do... No, go ahead. Okay, so I, what I think I would do differently is i think i go with the bulk now getting i guess at times what i know is cutting into it is you get a piece of that sausage and then you'd have the casing because i smoked it i don't know maybe not all of them but then you get that casing kind of kind of coming off and you just had these circles of it you know i think i'd yeah. go with the, more of that bulk so you get that more of an even layer 
um, of the sausage. Uh, and I would smoke that. I'd get that, that smokiness to it. I, I might try it without smoking it, the rest of it, or make sure my, my fire is clean of any smoke. Okay. Because they said cook it on the grill for an hour or smoke it for two hours at a lower temp. Uh, so I, I, I know I was still getting smoke out of it because of just the hunks I threw on. So I, I would say if I could make sure I had a clean just charcoal in there, I'd do it again because I, I thought it cooked all right. But uh, I think it, it moral of the story, I'm seeing a trend is less is more with wood when it comes to like more traditional chilies and yeah, lasagna. I would agree because you're you're not dealing, and that's probably a fault of my own. Because a lot of times when you know doing like a pork shoulder or something, it's like you know I put a chunk every few inches, and it's like I mean this thing's gonna be on the fire. It helps me keep my temp at times, especially if I'm going a little bit hotter. Uh, and it's it's only gonna penetrate so far, right? Like I don't feel I can over smoke a a pork shoulder using an apple wood. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but apparently the 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 ground meat and the the noodles take on noodles, more of that flavor. Yeah, the noodles is gonna soak it up. So I haven't tried it again because that was last night. Of because like like a lot of things, right? If you make uh, pulled pork and then you eat it the next day, or ribs, you reheat it and you eat it the next day, and that, that those flavors, that smoke flavor comes out a little bit more because it kind of just had time to just I don't know fully immerse and and blend itself in. Um, I, I'm almost wondering if it's going to be too strong, and I, I have not uh, reheated it for that. So if, I would definitely agree. If you're going to do something that's odd, out of the ordinary, probably a little less is more. Uh, maybe buy the little shaving chips of, of uh, wood instead of the chunks. Cause, yeah, I mean, or or just don't use anything. Right, you could. Uh, right, I, I suppose I could have just completely grilled the sausage. I thought smoked sausage would be all right. But I still had wood pieces of wood chunks because this is actually a pretty nice bag. And I, I, you know, when I pulled the one out, I'm kind of looking. I'm like, hopefully this isn't too big. I think it. I think it was because I, I really didn't add much to it. Um, but it was still burning enough to add that smoke flavor when all was said and done, and I was cooking the lasagna itself. So note to self, right? Note to self. Yep, I think I'd get the small chips, add a add a few uh, less. You know, get that. Like I think with the sausage, it would have been fine. You know, if that sausage turned out real smoke or you know decently smoky, I think that would have been okay because your noodles and your sauce wasn't full of smoke. True, but that ended up interesting. Being, interesting. That ended up being all smoky itself too. But it, it was it was interesting. Um, it, the flavor wasn't bad. Like I said, that ricotta mixture, if anything to take away from that was, I would, I would do again in a lasagna. Okay. But do it inside maybe next time. Maybe inside. Just... Uh, right. I maybe even uh, smoke the sausage uh, bulk, uh, s- smoke it, grill it, bring it inside, you know, and then layer it. If you want to add that different, that different level to it, right. Of, of a smokiness or grill to it and then bake it inside. Nice. All right. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I think that was about all uh, all that happened. So, 
That's all I got for what this a, week. That's a lot of stuff, though. I mean, it's better than the previous week. Ah, uh, yeah, you had. yeah. It's you know, it gets hit and miss depending on what's all going on. It's it is awesome. All right. Well, I'm gonna be that guy. Oh, here it is. It's Jamie's turn. Um, Here's where he shines. Is where I shine here. Uh, follow us on the socials. You know where we're at. We're on the Facebooks, the Instagrams. Our website is shadetreechefs.godaddysites.com. And as always, like, subscribe. Thank you for listening. I'm Jamie. And I'm Matt. And we are Shade, Shade Tree, Tree Chefs. Chefs.